Welcome to the Hypnosis Chat. I'm your host, Lisa Finn. I've experienced firsthand the power of hypnosis, and I want to share this amazing tool with everyone who will listen. My goal, my mission is to show the world you can change your thoughts to change your life. And that's what I'm doing, one person at a time. So let's get to it. Hello, Lisa here, and welcome to the Hypnosis Chat, Episode 8. This episode will be the first in a three-part series of the most common things we work on in hypnosis, really regardless of what the problem is. So people generally seek out hypnosis when they want to make a change, when what they're doing in their daily life is just not working for them. What they are doing is not making them happy or successful or fulfilled. And many times we know what we're doing is not good for us. Maybe it's overeating or smoking or drinking too much or fighting with a spouse or kids, but what we're doing is something that we know is not good. It's just not working for us, but we just can't seem to stop doing it. We just can't seem to make a change no matter how hard we try. And sometimes the harder we try, the more we do that behavior that we don't want to do. And if that's happening, it's a pretty good indication that what you're doing, that behavior, is coming from a subconscious program. And that is where hypnosis is so powerful. Hypnosis is a state of mind that makes it easier for us to do what we actually want to do. It opens our minds to change and it allows us to change our perspective so that we can change our behavior. So when I work with hypnosis clients, there are three areas that I find are common to almost every issue. And the first of these three is our self-talk. It's that story that we are telling ourselves, the words and sentences that run through our minds. So one of the first things I ask pretty much every one of my clients is, how is your self-talk? Because those thoughts create our feelings and our feelings motivate all of our actions, our behaviors, and our actions and behaviors create our results. So if you're not getting the results you want, we can look directly at those thoughts because they are what is creating that end result. If you're telling yourself that you can't do something, I can't do it then your brain will listen to you and you will not be able to do it. Because when you tell yourself, I can't, what kind of feeling does that bring up? We know it's not a good one because you've left yourself with basically one option. A negative thought is only going to lead to a negative feeling, a negative emotion. Now I'm using the word feelings and emotions as the same. They're just a vibration in your body. And from I can't, you are never going to feel confident and optimistic, hopeful and motivated. So many people come to me and they just want to feel confident and motivated. And I ask them, where does your confidence come from? Where does your motivation come from? Well, these feelings come from a thought. And where do our thoughts come from? Well, our thoughts come from our programs, our beliefs, our worldview, 
our subconscious mind. And if those programs and beliefs aren't getting us the feelings that give us the behaviors and results we want, we can decide to change those thoughts, those programs and those beliefs. It's actually pretty simple. Change your thoughts to change your life. It's simple, but it's not always easy. Because we have this biological construct called negativity bias. We are programmed to see all the negative things that happen in the world. And it worked really well for us back in the day when we were trying to avoid that wild saber-toothed tiger who wanted to eat us. The people who were on high alert and saw the danger around every corner. Those are the ones who survived the wild. The people who stopped to smell the pretty flowers and didn't notice the tiger. Those are the people that got eaten. So we are descendants from the people who are on the lookout for danger. And it worked for us. Fast forward to today, and we're still doing the same thing. But the dangers are now that email or text or the news with the latest tragedy or the things that someone says or does. We are bombarded all day long with things our brains take in as threats, both external and then the internal story that we're telling ourselves. And it can leave us in a perpetual state of fight, flight, or freeze, which most of us know is not a good state to be in all day long. It wrecks our health physically, mentally, emotionally, and it leads to so many problems. The good news is that we can override the emotional state of fight or flight with our conscious mind. Keep in mind, when we're in fight or flight mode, we are in subconscious mind. We're in emotion. And it almost always is an overreaction. In this state, we don't have access to our rational, logical, prefrontal cortex, our conscious mind. We cannot make those good decisions. So let's first talk about what to do with that internal chatter that leaves us in the state of fight, flight, or freeze. I teach my clients a three-step process to override negativity bias and to stop focusing on the negative. Basically, to stop thinking worst-case scenario and start thinking best-case scenario. We can decide consciously to focus on the positive, to see the good in ourselves and the world around us. So we trigger that parasympathetic nervous system, that relaxation response. Then we can stay in relaxation mode, and then we can access the conscious mind and make those really good decisions. We focus on staying out of fight or flight, out of stress mode, out of triggering that sympathetic nervous system, staying in relaxation. So our goal is to eliminate negative talk and limiting beliefs. Negative talk can just become a bad habit. It's really a flawed technique with a positive intention because we think if we just beat ourselves up enough, we'll get a positive result. But that never works. So I want to offer that it is so much better to love ourselves into alignment rather than trying to punish ourselves into alignment and harmony. That just doesn't work. You've probably tried it and you know it doesn't work. So the first step, the first thing I tell my clients to do 
is to watch the words that you say to yourself and just notice what you're saying. What are those words that habitually run through your head? Often we notice that we tell ourselves what we don't want. I hope I don't mess up rather than I can do this. Or I'm not doing too bad rather than I'm doing well. Your brain, your subconscious mind hears the mess up or bad and thinks about the negative before it can register the positive. It's that good old example of don't think of a pink elephant. Now your mind has to think of the pink elephant before it cannot think of a pink elephant. So some examples from my clients are the thought, I don't want to freak out, which can become, I want to remain calm. I might not get the job, becomes, I want to go on a job interview. I don't want to have a panic attack, becomes, I want to feel calm and peaceful no matter what. That internal thought, I don't want to feel like I'm not good enough, becomes, I feel confident that I've done it before, so I can do it again. So the first step is to notice the word you say, and then start telling yourself what you do want rather than what you don't want. So if you do notice a lot of negative thoughts going through your mind, go ahead and move on to the second step. Ask yourself, is that thought actually true? If the answer is no, it's not true, and it's not a fact, and you don't like it, delete, delete, delete. Replace that thought with a positive or better or more accurate thought. What are the facts? My personal favorite habitual thought is, I'm so busy. And when I think that thought, I really leave myself only one feeling to go to, overwhelm. And from overwhelm, I am not doing what I want to do. So whenever I hear myself saying, I'm so busy, I immediately know it's not a fact. It's just not the truth. It's a story I seem to like to tell myself. What is the truth? I don't know. Maybe I have two clients. The kids have two pickups today and I want to pay some bills. Maybe I want to make two phone calls, things like that. And I can just look at my calendar and see what's on there knowing I have it all scheduled and it will all get done. As long as I don't linger in overwhelm thinking, oh, I'm so busy. So here are some examples of thoughts from my clients. See if any of these sound familiar to you. I am disorganized. Is that true? No, the factual thought is I have papers on my desk. I don't know what to do. Replace that with I know how to come up with solutions. I'm never going to get this done. Delete. I always end up getting things done. When driving, a thought might pop up. Someone is coming too close and might hit me. Just a story. Replace with a better thought. I am safe, secure. I'm alert and aware. I'm a good driver. I am so busy. Just say the facts. I work from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. I have so much to do. This is a really common one. Delete that thought. Just the facts. I want to pay bills. I want to pick up the kids. I want to make dinner. Just the facts. 
Some clients come into session telling me, I didn't do anything you asked me to do this week. Is that true? Nope. Usually it's just a story. And we go to the facts. The facts come out with the truth. Oh, well, I did do some push-ups and I walked the dog and I woke up happy and I ate less. So when the truth comes out, that story that we were telling ourselves wasn't even true. I am not in control. Just a story. The fact is I am always choosing my actions. So what I do with my clients is we come up with a default thought. So when our minds go to that familiar negative place where we like to hang out, we have a better, more accurate thought ready to go. My personal go-to thought is, I know exactly what to do. I have this written down on an index card right next to my computer so I can always see it as a reminder. I know exactly what to do. 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 It pretty much works in every situation, putting emphasis on the appropriate word, and it just seems to open my mind to solutions, to my logic and reason mind, rather than keeping me stuck in that negativity. Some other examples from my clients of default thoughts that they like to go to. I got this. I am worthy and I'm okay. I am smart and I can figure this out. I am always in control of my thoughts. I can do this. You can do this. Now, sometimes putting it in the second person perspective feels like a little pep talk from a good friend and it makes it even more believable. Now, onto the third step. What if that thought is negative but it's actually true. Well, that's when we add the and positive thought, not the but, the and. So the positive balances out the negative. Some examples from my clients. I am not friends with Mary anymore. Negative and true. And I have five new best friends from college. Another one could be, I failed my exam. And I still end with a good grade in the class. I didn't schedule the social media calendar. And I did take all the pictures that I needed to create the posts. For my weight loss clients, someone could say, my stomach bulges over my belt. Maybe a fact. And then we focus on what the positive thing the stomach does And my stomach does a great job digesting my food, and I am so grateful. For the fear of driving on bridges person, they might think, there's a bridge coming up. True. And I got this. I am a good driver. I didn't go to the gym. And I did walk the dogs and enjoyed being outside. I didn't do the two-breath technique this week. And I did do the push-ups. My arms are fat and they are strong. They can lift a 30 pound bag of dog food. So you see what we're doing here is we're acknowledging the negative and we're adding in the positive thought that is true for a net neutral position. This keeps us out of fight or flight, out of mind drama, out of negativity. 
Now do these three steps enough and you will create new habits. And eventually, when you're really good at this, at step one, as soon as you hear that negative thought, you can just choose to ignore it. Maybe put a hand on your heart, take in a deep breath, let it out and just let that thought go because you know it's not true. You know it's not serving you. So the first step towards change is to change the way you talk to yourself and about yourself. Eliminate that negative talk, override the negativity bias, and tell yourself the truth. You can start doing these steps right now to feel better immediately. Hypnosis makes it easier and more believable. I want to share this insight from a client at the end of a very deep and powerful hypnosis session. This client realized, and I'm quoting here, I had all these concepts in my head that just were not true. They were not who I am, and now I can release that and go forward. And I'll end this podcast with a quote from my client, Teresa, from a previous podcast. She brilliantly said, I know the past is a story. I wrote that story. And I can make anything of it today. So I can write today fresh without using any of that old story if I choose. And if I choose to go back to that story, well, that's my choice. But the choices are endless. So I feel freer. I feel free. That's what hypnosis can do for you. That is what changing your thoughts can do. That is what eliminating that negative self-talk can do for you. It can set you free. It can help you to feel free. So that is what I have for you today. You get to decide what the story is in your mind. You get to decide what you tell yourself and you get to decide if that is working for you or if you want to make a change. And if you want to make a change, do the steps I've outlined here and see how your life changes. Thanks for joining me here today. If you are ready to make a change to the story you're telling yourself, change the programs and beliefs that are just not working for you. If you can't do this on your own, schedule a free consultation with me at lisafinhypnosis.com and we can chat about how hypnosis can help you make the change that you want to make. And if you'd like to learn more about hypnosis, check out my other episodes of The Hypnosis Chat. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Lisa Finn Hypnosis. That's what I have for you today. Bye for now.